You eat chips like an animal. Simple truth. Sweet potato? Yeah, you like sweet potatoes, Wolf? Not really. It's a lot of crunch going on over there. You know, um... <laughs> That's disgusting. Mm. These are damn good, Wolf. Wait, are we, are we recording? Oh, we are. Oh, my God. Goodness, I need to put these down. Hey, cheers. Hey, Wolf. Wait, I don't have a can. But... This is episode 40 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild. Let's, Let's go. Let's get ready. Beautiful. Let's do it. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! With Ad Walsh Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. Welcome to the 21st century, fuck Rogers. What's up, everybody? What's up, at St. Bales? How you doing? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey. It's the Bull Nonsense Podcast, and we're going to bring the energy. You're goddamn right we are. Bunch of energy. The red light is on. The red You're light means right stop thinking, get a little senseless on 11-16-2018. That's November 16th, 2018, and I'm going to lay the law down real quick. I appreciate Still Smooth stepping in, using my uh, date little thing I little did. Little bit? Yeah, whatever it is. I didn't mean to turn it into this. It's gold. I, I appreciate him stepping in for a couple weeks while I've been gone. He loves it. You love it. Senseless love it. It's episode 40. 40. 4 zero. We're 10 away from 50. I can't as wait. They say in the, hey, as they say in the ghetto... Fowdy. Bales is drinking a Fowdy for the 40th episode. What are you drinking? I am. I'm having the nastiest thing since I was like 23 years old. I'm having a Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor uh, for the first time in a long time. It is horrible. Ah. It is terrible. I don't ever want one of these ever again. Thankfully, we've hit the 40 marks. So, no need to do it ever again. Yep, never have to do it again. The good stuff, as they like to call. Yeah, what, hey, hey, why didn't you get one? What the hell? You could have gone and got one. We could have had one together. Because I forgot. I forgot this was a thing. Oh, yeah, busy day, huh? <laughs> yeah, super busy. Uh, you've, heard it, you've heard him. You know him. 
He's the world's smartest city. He's at St. Bales. I'm at St. Bales, Gilbert, Arizona. How is Gilbert? Oh man, uh, fine. Great weather. Getting a little, getting a little nipply. My my uh, oh. my nips are uh, finally uh, perking out a little bit. It's good. Yeah? It's good. Yes. Headlights are on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Headlights are on. Those mean stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. <laughs> yeah, they do. You're goddamn uh, right. Still smooth. He's gone. It still PTO. We call him PTO. Just last week, we talked about changing oh. PTO to somebody oh. else, and then he misses. And, and what happened is, uh, still smooth pre-ejaculated again, and uh, it, it it came a little too soon. He's not oh. here for episode forty, so uh, the PTO nickname is going to be there for a while with him. Uh, you can't do that. You're so you close. Yeah. No. Yeah. He got a little cocky. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of cocky, I fed him my chub this past weekend. Yeah, you did. You know why? Nick Chubb. Yep. Gave me 49 points. Beat his ass. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, that'll be later. Bull nonsense fantasy football league. No ads for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Kramer got a little scared. He got a little soft. That's why he's taking episode 40 off. Yeah. But He needed to recuperate. Uh, Hey, let's give a big shout out. At Kyle Peart is in Portland. Yeah, welcome. And, uh, Peart and Smoove are hitting the town tonight, so I hope they have a good time. It's that's a dangerous time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of vodka Red Bulls and uh, <laughs> gin and tonics and, and uh, useless karaoke songs. Oof, oof. Let's move I on. I feel like I feel huh? like those two would be just like pick the worst songs to sing to. Yeah. Boot off stage. Uh, yeah. Uh, the second Peart gets on stage, I'm booing his ass out. Yeah, get out of here. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> okay, well, should we just should we just get started? Should we dive right on in? I don't know. You tell me. How you doing, Walsh? Don't you? Hey, get settled in a little bit. Relax. Relax those muscles, big guy. It, it's hard to, you know. They're just. I know. They're all pumped up and. Yeah. It's a lot. Looking, it's hard to handle. You're looking like Liam Hemsworth over here. You gotta fucking settle it down. Liam Hemsworth? Isn't he the Jack one? Uh, that's Chris, I think. Ah! You're talking, you're talking Thor. Thor. Yeah. That's your boy. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get to the senseless because that right there should have led us right into random thoughts. So let's get to you are the senseless. We'll fly through and go to random thoughts. Yeah, you got it. Good? Good? Okay. It's going to be yeah. energy, man. Energy. Energy! <laughs> You're Where the senseless. You're the senseless. And everyone, people are loving PTO's picks. Do you realize this? I, I didn't realize this is like becoming like a trending thing. Dude, it might be people's favorite thing right now. He's on a roll and people love it. Like people are always hitting him up. And, uh, we, like last week we had a guy hit us up and people are looking for parlays. So we're going to make him do that pretty soon. Oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Parlay PTO, huh? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Second, that's the first thing. So we just want to thank everybody for that, that support. Yeah. yeah. Do you have something? No, go on. Hey, oh, go on. the second thing is we were sent this week on Twitter a, uh, it's a little video. It's got a Coors Light. It's called Coors Light Baby Carrier pretty much. So this guy has an empty box of Coors Light, like 24-pack, 
He's carrying his baby in it. The handle rips. Baby falls to the ground. Uh, baby's fine. Baby's fine, you know. It's all a laugh about it time. Are we sure the baby's fine? Uh, no. Video cut out. But I'm assuming the baby's oh, fine. The... Baby's fine. Don't worry about it. So that was probably, what, a five, five and a half foot fall? No, way less than that. Well, he's got it. Car- he's carrying it like below his waist, like you would, like oh, all the way down. I thought this was like a baby carrier on the chest. No, 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 no. He's carrying oh. it like you would the case of beer. So it's like a two foot. It's it's real, real short, real short. Oh baby. yeah, they're fine. Baby, yeah, kid's fine. Baby is fine, but this is. Yeah. But th- what it reminded me of is, I never carry like twenty four packs by the handle, because I'm always worried they're gonna break. They're made so terribly. Do you ever do this? Cardboard? No, I, yeah, I always carry it by the handle. And it never rips. I have never had a case of beer rip on me in my life. Because I, I always feel like it's going to, so I never carry it by the handle. I've bought thousands of cases of beer, Walsh. And you carry it like a 24-pack, like by the cardboard handle. Well, 24-pack, yeah, by the handle. But when I have a 12-pack, I usually hold it like a football. Attaboy. And like when I'm leaving the store, I'm like, hey, I'm going for the end zone. Yeah. Hey, hey. It's hey, go time. Get out the way, Gladys. <laughs> I gotta get to the car, Gladys. Move, Gladys. Yeah. Uh yeah. The twelve pack by the handle, six pack. I uh, always carry that. That's like a the six pack's flimsy, so I always go like full on. I I carry well, that like a football. Well, it depends if it's glass or cans. See, if it's glass, yeah. I'll hold it by the handle. If it's cans, you know, I have those Odell Beckham-sized hands, so I can hold it with one hand. No ads. No ads for Odell Beckham or my hands. Super ads for random thoughts. Yes. And I'm going to start out just because uh, the thing you were going to lead me into, talking about Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor in Marvel, just a big shout-out. First one, quick, nice shout-out to Stan Lee died this week change the guy changed like modern culture like pop culture marvel's huge it's everywhere i know you're not a huge fan but it's everywhere stan lee the writer creator the the inventor of multiple superheroes great guy too will be missed um yeah i i'm not a nerd like that and i and i don't I'm not hating on on everyone that's into that stuff. That's yeah. cool. That's great. Yeah. I'm a bat. I'm a Batman guy. I I, I I like the wings. The wings are the wings are dope. Um. Uh. Stanley. Okay. I'll tell you one thing about Spider Man. Tobey Maguire ruined Spider Man for everybody. Most people would t- severely disagree with that. Because who was the other guy? The guy from uh, The Social Network that was Andrew... Andrew uh, Garfield, I think. Garfield. So he was this last Spider-Man, is that yeah. correct? No. Well, he was the second one. The new guy is... T- uh, Tom something. Tom Hardy? No. He's a young guy. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I, I, don't, I can't remember his name. But yeah, okay. there's been well, three of them. Anyways, superheroes, Batman takes uh, the first place award from my book. All right. Uh, and then after that, it's just kind of a toss-up. Iron Man's close behind second. But, like, I'm, I'm not this. Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now, Walsh. I haven't seen Black Panther. 
Am, am I a bad person for not seeing Black Panther yet? You're not into those movies, so, you know. I'm into the dark and deep mind yeah, mess-ups. The, 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 the just really sorrow movies. <laughs> that just bring you down as a human being. That I hate. Yes, we are exact, we are exact opposites in our movie taste. The shout out and to Stanley. Great guy. And Kramer still watches Pineapple Express. When's the guy going to grow up? Who knows? Who knows? Um, it, this no, is... A, no ads for Pineapple Express. No, no ads for for anything except Stanley. In that case. I also... My second one. Real quick. Another one. Just a rant. The phrase that I have come to hate the most. The phrase... In his bag, I hate that so much. It's the dumbest shit that I've ever heard. It's not clever. It's not a cooler way to say it. It's just stupid. Just say he's playing well. That's a good move. It does, it, it's nonsensical to me. I don't like it. First off, this is the Bull Nonsense Podcast. Secondly, who said this nonsensical remark? You've never heard in his bag? Like LeBron was in his bag? I've never heard that. You're so lucky. I see it all the time. I hate it so much. It's dumb. I need to get I... that off my chest. Wow. But let's, more... but let's go to yours. What do, you, do you got one? You know, there's things like the California fires going on and, and wars in Iraq, and you're worried about in his bag. You've got to be kidding me. Well... You made I me just took it. I just feel took it pretty down. bad about myself over here right yeah. now. You damn well better, Walt. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a quick, I got a quick random thought. It's something I witnessed this week. Um, what did you witness? I witnessed uh, a woman, uh, a a a a female, a good-looking female in her forties, maybe fifties, ah. uh, uh, in a bikini. Yeah, hey, and, and, and I'm no pervert. I'm just I'm just doing my job, and all of a sudden I look eh, out the window. Debatable. There's a swimming There's a swimming pool right there. Uh, uh, at, at at the job site I work at, um, you know, I work in the field. I, I'm in the construction world in a sense. You're an uh, electrician, basically. Yeah, I'm basically an electrician. I'm getting there, <laughs> but uh, uh, there's a woman in a bikini hanging out by the pool. Uh, she comes out for probably about five minutes in the water, uh, is sketchily, like, looking and just kind of scouting out, you know, the area. Uh, she's scouting out uh, the courtyard, scouting out where the front of the building is. It's, it's just a little awkward. In a bikini, no towel, no shoes, no nothing. All of a sudden, this woman climbs into the bushes, and there are metal kind of... Uh, platforms kind of sticking out that you can climb up like yeah. to levels. Uh, nobody does this. It's just for like design. This woman in her bikini all of a sudden climbs up to the second floor balcony of an apartment that I don't know if it's hers or not. So my question is, is did I witness an affair or did I witness an affair, Walsh? Oof. It would How long was she in there? So, so uh, she never came out. Well, I uh, think that she was just going to her to her apartment. 
Okay. Uh, uh, first off, these platforms are for design. They're not stairs. You're not meant to climb them. She's in a bikini. She has no clothes, no phone, no wallet, no towel, no booze, no nothing. She didn't need it because she was so close to home. No, no, no. I just went, I witnessed something sketchy and I need to get to the bottom of this. But no, she never came out of that apartment. Go ask Never jumped off the balcony. Um, And it's, uh, I'm I'm just a little concerned that that woman, uh, something happened to her or... She ended a marriage. I don't. I. I I'm not going to jump to conclusions. <laughs> Sounds like you've made up your mind. I, I. I've been freaking out about this for the last few days, and I've been waiting to tell you guys on the pod, and I just don't know what to do about it or if I should file a police report. Definitely don't file a, poli- a police report. That. That's a little There's much. There's multiple witnesses. There's mul- There's multiple witnesses. Ah. We can get to the bottom of this. I don't. I, I don't think we'll ever know. I have been nervous about this for, for days, so uh, I can sleep better tonight knowing I let you know. Yeah, that that's when you're just splitting it up, putting it on somebody else's shoulders, you know? Uh, I have another random thought. Uh, when are the Lions uh, going to not have a Thanksgiving game anymore? Cause they it's are tradition just, at this point. Nah, screw this tradition. Mix it up. It's 2018. Well, you know, hey. Trump's our president now. Why don't we mix it up a little bit? Why don't you write a letter to Roger? See how that goes. We'll go from there. You know how much hate mail that man gets every single day? Via electronic and paper? It's got to be just so much. Just an appalling amount. Hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's he's just going to throw it away. I don't want to take the time if he's not going to listen. We might have to do a video for the podcast. We'll send it to the NFL. I like it. Okay, uh, that's my random thought. I, I'm about I'm about fed up here. So let, let's move on. Okay, let's go to trivia then. Trivia. 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 <laughs> trivia, baby. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer. I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? To trivia, and we'll start with last week's. I'll read last week's. Um, remember, you should be playing this in your head. You don't have to hit us up. But this is an honor system. Play in your head. Have fun with it. And we're hoping you're learning stuff here. So last week's trivia question. Only one team has won the NCAA Men's College Basketball Championship more than two times in a row. Who was it? And how many titles did they win in a row? I believe four teams have won it twice in a row. But only the UCLA basketball team has won more than twice in a row they won it seven times in a row seven national championships in a row that'll never happen again that is just a great key to recruiting especially in that era oh that era was yeah they got all the good players yeah uh, good for them uh seven that's never going to be broken no ever never but let's go to this week's This week's trivia question is brought to you by... All right. This week, LeBron passed Will Chamberlain to enter the top five in all-time NBA scoring. Who are the others in that top five in order from one to four? I'm going to say that... No, I'm not going to say that again. That's too long. You heard me the first time. (laughs) Give him another one. (laughs) Okay. It's hard. 
have Say, Will. Nice and slow for us. Okay. Braun passed Will. Top five. Who's one through four? That's basically the question. I like that. Clip, clip notes. Yeah. Spark notes. Big spark no, notes guy. No ads. I'm a big news guy. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So let's do it. News guy. Let's go. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. All right. The news. Let's get to it. 30 seconds. I'll keep the time. Uh, and we'll just go. Although this first story, not going to lie, probably take a little bit more than 30 seconds. But it's the only one. Are you ready? <laughs> Born ready, boy. Okay, well, let's do it. Le'Veon did not report to the Steelers. What's new? What say you? What do I say? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not surprised by this whatsoever. Uh, the fact that he did not want to respond to his teammates via text message, via phone calls, via the organization, uh, the fact that he made his way back to Pittsburgh, got everyone all hyped up, uh, was a little pathetic. The fact that he couldn't man up and actually show up to work. Uh, I expect this man to not have a job with the Steelers ever again. Uh, and I expect him to, it's going to be hard for him to get a job with another team. You know, they, they talk about, you know, he's, he's the greatest, not just running back. Uh, well, not, not people are talking. He's saying that he is the best all-purpose player to ever play this game. Uh, and he says numerically he deserves uh, the right amount of money. But honest to God, Lev, what are you doing? Secondly, I know you have this on there. You ever heard of finders, keepers, losers, weepers, Walsh? <laughs> 90s, kids, 90s kids used to say that in elementary school. And I'm going to tell you what. His locker, the fact that they went through it and took all his stuff, oh, boom, yeah. go right ahead. Losers, weepers. Yeah, that's for you, Lave. I'm also a little ticked off because in one of my fantasy leagues, I did pick him. And he's been on my IR the entire time, so he can blow it out his ass. As he should. What I'll say about this is um, I don't think there is like a right or wrong side to this, right? There are just a bunch of different perspectives. His perspective is I'm trying to make as much money as I can. Teammates' perspective, they don't, they don't like it much. They've said so. The organization, the Steelers' perspective, you're not worth that money. So it's like, okay, all of these things just led to kind of a, a parting of the ways. And all of these things led to like the perfect storm of a year-long holdout. But this, the, I got two, two points. This is not a football player story. This is a football teammate story. And in that regard, Le'Veon has completely failed. You said it. He didn't even respond to Big Ben's text. When he was wishing him good luck, uh, or hoping that he came, you know, whatever. He won't tell. He he tells people, okay, I'm gonna be back here. Then he doesn't show up. He goes to Pittsburgh inexplicably just to like tease them, and then doesn't show up again. So it's like 
the fact that he's not communicating with his teammates, that's why they're upset. So that's a that's a teammate problem. That's a teammate issue. And the other thing is, the biggest thing, this ain't going away. Because people are on either Le'Veon's side or the Steelers' side. Every time, like if the Steelers fail this year, every Le'Veon guy is going to be like, oh, see, they need him. And if they succeed, if the Steelers get deep in the playoffs, everyone's going to be like, see, he's not worth the money. So it's, it, this story's not going away, and that's going to be completely annoying. And it's a lose lose for Le'Veon in a sense. So, you know, hey, he's the one that's – he's the one losing money. He's the one losing respect. Um, he can blow it out of his ass. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, just, we'll just move on. We'll start the 30 seconds from here on, okay? We'll stick, we'll stick two. We'll try. We'll do our best. Yeah, we'll go we'll quick. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Energy. Energy. <laughs> Sean Payton admits to destroying the fire alarm before the Bengals game. Did you hear about this? Yeah, you're goddamn right I did. So I'm the, super proud of that man. Fire alarm's going off for like 10 minutes before the Bengals game. Sean Payton decides he's done with it. Destroys a fire alarm. Um, what? Bold move, I'm, Cotton. I'm going to say this from an electrician's perspective. That's a that's a hell of a job to do post-game. He destroyed uh, the thing good, too. I saw a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. You, yeah. Got to run some wire through that son of a bitch. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, good for him. Got the team fired up. Uh, that's why they won. They put 50... A 50-piece on the Bengals at, uh, uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, good for him. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you're right. Got him fired up. I believe they scored a 9 of 10 drives, and the only time they didn't was the end of the game. I also know this statistic. Thomas Morstead did not go out for a punt this past weekend. Ah, that's impressive. Good for him. Yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually, this is good for Nathan Peterman. He has finally been cut by the Bills. Just this is a mercy killing, right? Oh, 100 percent. The fact that uh, you have the Scapoose native Derek Anderson taking your spot in Buff. Oh my God! So, so what do we got here? We got Josh Allen, we got Matt Barkley, and we got Derek Anderson. Yeah, three college greats. <laughs> and then Josh on. Allen's hurt. Matt Barkley's Matt Barkley. And Derek Anderson's oldest dirt. Hey, Derek Anderson dated Sarah Underwood though, so he's got that under his belt. Yeah, that's a that you can hang that forever. That's thirty. Let's move on. Yeah. How about this Monday Night Football huge game uh, between the Rams and the Chiefs was moved huge. from Mexico City to Los Angeles because of the field conditions. Do you see the pictures? Oh, I saw the pictures. It looked Woof. pretty bad. Yeah, it looked like uh, it looked like Valley Catholic 08 uh, uh, with the soccer team blaming us for everything. But uh, anyway, let me move. Yeah, rest in peace. Let me move on. Uh, nine and one versus nine and one. Uh, this is the game of the year. This is uh, this is like a one-two matchup in college football. Uh, I'm friggin' excited about it. I'm set. I, I'm not doing a damn thing Monday night. My ass is gonna be in front of the TV watching history. 100% I'm with you. My only thing, I feel super bad for Mexico. They actually have an incredible fan base down there. Like, people love football in Mexico. I think that's slept on a little bit. So I feel bad for them. But this game can't be played on bad field conditions. This game is too big, too important. So, yeah, no. love the move. And, 
Yeah, I think I think the cartels had something to do with it, so I'm going to move on from that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah, not soon enough. Next! Yeah, Too soon for Hugh Jackson being hired by the Bengals, named special assistant to the head coach. Hugh Jackson, it, back in the NFL. That's just like a pity position. Uh, for some reason, Marvin Lewis is just like, oh, you know what, Hugh, I feel bad that you lost your job. Uh, you know, we got a few things to do around the office for you. You know, maybe if you want to print out a couple playbooks and, uh, uh, you know, we can watch a little film together and uh, we can go get lunch. That's about it, Hugh. How does that sound? Hugh is on board completely. So uh, are they going to make the playoffs? Yeah, they'll make that second wild card spot, but they're not getting through. No, uh, they're, not get- they're not getting through. Hugh Jackson is officially the NFL's Dwight Schrute, and I can't wait till this guy's named the head coach of the Bengals. Gonna be a gonna be a hell of a ride. Who's more of a joke, Hugh Jackson or Jeff Fisher? Go. I think it's still Jeff Fisher. Okay. He good, did it with good, the Rams. Good. Yeah. No. I, I mean, if Hugh makes at least like one more mistake, especially in Cincinnati, then he he could officially yeah he'll get there yeah he'll get there yeah hey. This guy's going to get there. He's working his way back. He's coming. It's close. Joey Bosa has begun practicing on a limited basis, and he's questionable for Sunday. What does this Next. mean for your Chargers? Next. No, right he's coming here. back. Okay, real quick. We've won six in a row. Yeah, and I'm now you're getting one of your best players. How big is we that? Are getting, we are getting our, our – how would I put this? Our uh, – I want to say our second best defensive player. Not your first. Uh, uh, It's close. It's close. We won't make you do it. It feels good though, right? Melvin Ingram is phenomenal. That's all I got to say. You know, everyone's on the Casey Hayward train, but honestly, Melvin Ingram is the best defensive player in L.A. right now. Uh, In L.A.? Yeah, you're goddamn right. You know Aaron Donald plays there, right? Yeah, uh, big whoop. <laughs> That's bold. Yeah, let him know. Say it with your know. chest. Bolt me with my with my face on it. <laughs> Put me on IG with that. Anyway, um, yeah, no, uh, Melvin is fantastic. We're going to win seven in a row. We're playing Denver. I'm not even worried about it. Let's win this AFC West. Yeah. All right, let's get, this, let's get the second slot so we can get a wild card and go to Houston and tear, their, tear them apart. That's literally what's going to happen. Like, we're going to play the Texans, and we're going to embarrass them, and then we're going to probably play New England, and then that's a toss-up. Coin flip. Yeah. How about uh, you watch last night's game? Uh, I watched, uh, you know, I'm you know, i an educated individual. I had class last night till about 8.30, but I caught the a good majority of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Packers lost 27-24 to the Seahawks. Packers are now four, five, and one. Seattle's five and five. It's pathetic. You know, we owe an apology to these Seahawks. Preseason, you and I especially, we ripped the Seahawks apart. Yeah, we did. And they're doing and pretty still, well. Yeah, I'm still gonna rip them apart. Five hundred. I mean, you know, big yippity yuha. Any any moron could go five hundred. You know, if you get one or two right, boom, five hundred. Uh, you know what my big thing is? At what point do we, what at what point do we admit that Aaron Rodgers is overrated? 
I will never admit Aaron Rodgers is overrated. That man is a goddamn god. Okay, well, enjoy your Kool-Aid. What? Four, five, and one. That's all I'm going to say. Four, five, and one. What does four, five, and one and Kool-Aid have to do with Aaron Rodgers? You're drinking the Aaron Rodgers Kool-Aid. They're four, five, and one. They're not even that good. Yeah, but I'm still doing the discount double check sign, so blow it out your ass, Walsh. <laughs> okay. So all right, hey, this is getting contentious. We're just going to keep the energy going to the NBA. Okay. Jimmy Butler, what did you think of the trade? Robert Covington, Dario Saric for Jimmy Butler. I'm a big Dario Saric fan, but boy, oh boy. Weird move. Are the, 70, <laughs> are the 76ers joke? If they don't win the East, I am going to be livid. I am on. I am on the Philly bandwagon. I hope they beat the Celtics. I I don't care about Gordy and Jason and Kyrie. I want to see this big three. This Ben, Jimmy, Joel. I want to give a BJ with an extra J immediately to the NBA Finals. <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me in June. Yeah, I don't know. They're not beating the Celtics. What? I don't think they're beating the Celtics. I'm a Celtics guy. Hey, X-Factor matchup, Marcus Morris versus Wilson Chandler. That's Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. What? Uh, let's put a beer bet on it. A pitcher okay. bet. Pitcher bet. Celtics. I got Celtics win the, the East. You got Philly wins the East. If neither of them win, it's a push. You got to deal some, bitch. All right. Oh, yeah. Nux. Cheers. Bah. All right. Cool. I can't wait uh, for the pitcher. Mello and the Rockets are parting ways after just 10 games. Yeah, you know. Epic um, failure. I, I don't know who to blame. I don't know whether to blame Mike D'Antoni. Or I, I do. don't know what. I don't know whether to blame Carmelo himself. I know who to blame. Mike D'Antoni? No, it's Carmelo. Thank didn't God. work at the Nuggets. Didn't work at the Knicks. Didn't work at the, the Thunder. Didn't work at the Rockets. There's a history here. And I actually saw some, some idiot people thinking that there was a poll. Should Portland bring Carmelo? What, what more do we need to see? He doesn't work in today's NBA. He's a bad teammate. It's a disaster. I would take, I, I'd take Al Farouk Aminu any day over Carmelo. Agreed. Like today. I'm with you. And when, when Mo Harkless is back and healthy, I'd take Mo Harkless over Carmelo any day. Yeah. Mo for, for you, you Mo. Yeah. 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 The, the, the Warriors aren't doing too hot. A lot of drama. Yeah, they're not. What the hell? KD and Draymond are fighting. Hey, what happened? Hey, hey where was Steph? Why, why did he was hurt. say... The Steph Curry list Warriors, da 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 da, getting into this chicken shit. What? What? Curry? Curry was hurt with what? He's got like a a knee sprain. No, he went on a wine tour in Napa and probably got too wasted the night before. <laughs> so he's like, "Hey, Steve, I got to take a night off. How's that sound?" And, and Steve was like, "Yeah, happened. do whatever you want." Yeah, and then this happens, and no one's blaming Steph Curry. Well, it's not his fault. No, wait, no, I, I'm putting it right now. It's on staff. How is he's not a babysitter? 
if Steph were there, they wouldn't have been in that position at the end of the game and then gone to overtime and then lost and then all this bullshit going back and forth. It's Steph's fault, that wine-drunk SOB. What are the, the, the California fires Steph's fault too? Um, no, that's, uh, I'll give that to the Sacramento Kings. They deserve it. They deserve yeah. it. Hey, do you think the Warriors are going to... you think this is going to ruin the Warriors? Uh, yeah. 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 This is the, 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 this was one year of fun. Of uh, Oh, DeMarcus is here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if they win, one, possibly two of them is gone. So put your name on it. The Warriors do not win the championship this year, according to St. Bay's. Yes or no? No, I, I didn't say that. Oh? The Warriors in 2019-2020 will be without Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. I like that. I'm with you there. And with yeah. that, that's a bold statement. So let's get out of the NBA, leave it bold. Yeah. To, to baseball, real quick, just a couple of stories. Bales, chill out. Chill. Stay calm. I'm going to go take a piss. It's a weird move. First story. Wow, he actually did it. Okay. First story. Joe Maurer retires. Joe Maurer is one of the all-time greats and one of the best guys in baseball. Gonna miss him as a former catcher. Uh, he was a guy that I definitely looked to, one of the favorite players, and really just represented the game well. That's story one. Story two. A couple of MVPs were announced. The NL MVP, Kristen Yelich. The AL MVP, Mookie Betts. Kramer and I talked about this move, and I talked about this a whole bunch. Mookie Betts, get him going. Mookie Betts, the next star. Can't wait to see him. Christian Yelich. Uh, hey, here's one thing in the NL. You guys are boring. You guys are boring. Just have that. But let's move on. College football. The top four, we react to, we, we react to, the, to the top four college football teams every, every week, right? We got Bama yeah, at yeah, one. Yeah, you're goddamn right. And they haven't changed. Bama one, Clemson two, Notre Dame three, Michigan four. Next up's the top, rounding at the top ten. Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, Washington State, West Virginia, Ohio State. Bales, you have any objections? Yeah, we're the Ducks. Pathetic. What? No, I'm kidding. Uh, last week, position. last week, Smooth didn't like Washington State being behind LSU. You agree? Uh, I haven't. I didn't. I didn't watch any college football last weekend, so I, I. I don't even know what to tell you. My first thing is West Virginia. How are they nine? I feel like these guys should be up at like five or six. Really? Greer? Oh my God, that guy is a legend. Oh, my God. I'm you like Will that guy? Greer. Oh, Will Greer. That guy's a monster. Hey, drink some up. Drink some 40, some Mickeys for Will Greer, huh? Yeah. Uh, the other one uh, that I'm looking at here, yeah, Mike Leach is goofy as hell. He's in the top ten. Dragon coach. Uh, I'm just a little afraid Georgia's going to sneak in there on somebody, and I just don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, Here's it could a question be. For you. Who's a bigger caricature of themselves? A Harbaugh or Mike Leach? 
A caricature? Yeah. A bigger cartoon. Bigger, uh, you know, the caricatures with the big heads and they're like driving cars. The drawings that people do at Disneyland. Right, right, right. Who's who's a bigger caricature? Like a bigger cartoon version of themselves. Oh, Mike Leach, 100%. Wow, wow. I would have gone with Arbo. All right. Anyway. I, I, I would love to just get hammered with Mike Leach and just talk to him. And not even about football, just about different life things. I think that would be awesome. That would be a I hell think, of a time. I think we should take a trip up to Pullman and maybe get this figured out. Maybe a live show there. Who knows? He would He would literally meet with anybody. He He, he walks around Pullman miles a day. Really? Yeah. He doesn't look like you would. No, he. Uh, well, he does. <laughs> you know, he's got that. He's got that. Uh, he's got that uh, Larry Gallagher belly a little bit. Oh, <laughs> shots! <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Larry's not a, a proud listener of the Bull Nonsense podcast. Hey, hopefully he is. Yeah, hopefully he is. Sorry, Larry. Spread the community. Spread the nonsense yeah, to all you listeners. Book, Tell your friends. Number three, Notre Dame. Plays number 12 Syracuse in New York for the Shamrock Series game. Ian Book is going to start. Notre Dame will be in those god-awful, terrible, worst jerseys I've ever seen in my entire life tomorrow. And I'm going to be stressed until the end of that game. Well, first off, Syracuse quarterback is a Lake Oswego native, Mr. Eric Dungy. Look at you. Lake Lake Ridge High School on the house. Um, will he go to the NFL? Maybe. Is he a Kyle Lalletta? Absolutely. Uh, Hopefully not. <laughs> don't, don't get arrested. <laughs> uh, no, he. Uh, I just know Syracuse by Eric Dungy. Uh, Notre Dame probably going to crush him. Uh, not even going to be. Not even going to be a threat. I guess we'll see. That scares um, me more. Yeah. I, well, no, Syracuse is not going to be a threat for Notre Dame. That's what I meant. That's I know. That scares me more. Syracuse had Clemson on the ropes. This will be a okay. huge game. And, uh, yeah, I'm not recording this one. This one's being watched live. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, let's, but let's move on. That's really the only, like, that's like the main big game this week for college football. So let's go to college basketball. Have you seen, so there was a D3 basketball player who has been suspended indefinitely and banned from his campus for throwing one of the most vicious elbows I've ever seen in basketball. Have you seen I this? Did, I did see this on social media. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a like very delayed uh, and very just unsportsmanlike uh, yeah. for that individual. I hope... I hope uh, Buddy lost they, his they, higher education for it. I hope they take care of him in the right, the right way, and what I mean by that is a good ass whooping. <laughs> some yeah, some strong discipline. Yeah, yeah. Teach that teach that boy a lesson. Think you need to send him a letter. I would ruin him. Give me his name on social media. I will ruin him. I don't. I don't think anybody needs that. There, there is such a thing as negative publicity, Bales, for this podcast. Well, we can only go up from here, huh? Yeah. Hey. Well. I think we can go down a little. Okay, just a little. Just a little bit. Here are the rankings updates for college basketball. Duke is number one. I said last week, that's not high enough. They should be zero. 
Kansas is number two. Gonzaga is number three. Virginia is four. Tennessee, five. Nevada, six. North Carolina, seven. Boo. Villanova, eight. Auburn, nine. Kentucky, ten. I like that. I'm fine with uh, that. Too, uh, too soon to tell. Duke's fantastic. Too soon to tell. Two, Kansas. Kansas always finds a way to f*** it up. I'm sorry. That's a quote from my father at the guru, Glenn Bailey. Uh, Gonzaga, no surprise. Virginia, no surprise. Tennessee, where'd they come from? Nevada, holy shit. North Carolina, yeah, no, go figure. Villanova, come on, Jay, figure it out. Auburn, whoa, where's Charles in Kentucky? Come on, John. John. The Maui Invitational starts on, uh, on Monday. Is Duke in? Yes. And so is Gonzaga. Ooh, Coach K in a friggin' Hawaiian shirt, chilling with the legs. Just drinking some Mai Tais. uh, Mai Tai, Mai Tai, Mai Tai, my guy. (laughs) Hey, chilling, chilling. Ain't that right, Mike? Bro, let's chill. Yeah. You and me, let's chill. Yeah, let's, let's go behind the tree and smoke a cigarette. That's not chilling, dude. Now, chilling is going into recess. Yeah, let's go to recess. Okay. Recess! Let's play some games! I want to play a game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh, boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week... In recess, I thought, uh, you know, it's kind of come, it's kind of come up when when Smooth and I are on the podcast, we like to play start sit cut. It's kind of a tradition. When you and I are on the podcast, do you know what we tend to play? Um, the 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 who you choosing? Oh, who you choosing? Yeah. Why did I say the detective one? The detective one? Oh, witness protection. Excuse oh. me. <laughs> Way off. Way off. We also haven't done Schizoid in a while. We should have done that. I thought about that this week. <laughs> it's It's been a disaster. Maybe we'll do it soon. We'll do it soon, I promise. If I would have had one Mickey's and been on my second, absolutely Schizoid would have been a hit. Dude, Schizoid's always a hit, but who you choosing... Is one of the best games that we play. Okay. And it's full of energy. Energy! Who you choosing has it? Let's go. Ready? Are you ready to rapid fire choose? Let me kill this. Oh no, the IPA's gone. Let me kill this Mickey's. You can't kill that Mickey's. That thing's three quarters full. You'll die. I just took a big sip. Let's Uh, go. Good enough. For those who don't know, recess is for you guys. Play along with us, senseless. And also, who you choosing? You get two options. It's real quick. Rapid fire choices. We will will review the choices once you're done. Are you How ready? How many questions are there? Eleven. Ooh. My favorite character on Stranger Things. Let's go. Not a question. Uh, that's more of a this or that. Anyway, ready? Go. Okay. Fantasy. Ryan Fitzpatrick at New York Giants or Marcus Mariota at the Colts. Who you take? Who you take? Fitz against the Giants. Fantasy again. Todd Gurley against Kansas City. James Conner at the Jags. 
Todd against KC. Ooh, Todd. Non-fantasy. Jimmy Butler or four first-round picks? Four first-round picks. Oh. Nathan Peterman or Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Oh, that's big. Super Bowl or all of March Madness? Super Bowl. Oh, big. Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Draymond Green or Dennis Rodman? Draymond. Ooh, that one I did not expect. Fantasy, Kareem Hunt at the Rams, Alvin Kamara against the Eagles. Ooh, um, uh, Kareem Hunt against the Rams. Wow, that one I also did not expect. LeBron or Magic Johnson? Magic. Eights. <laughs> Too soon. Fantasy, Jags defense versus the Steelers, the Dallas defense versus the Falcons. Uh, Jags versus the Steelers. Okay. Last that's one. A couple, that's a couple picks thrown in there. Anyway, go on. Last one. Fantasy. Carson Wentz at the Saints. Phillip Rivers against the Browns. Oh, Phillip, Phillip against the Browns all day. Ah, okay. Hey, you did that on your actual fantasy team. That's where I took that from. You've got Carson Wentz on your bench. Wait, what are you talking about? Your actual fantasy team. You are starting... Phillip Rivers and sitting Carson Wentz. Well, they're playing the Broncos this weekend. You said the Browns. Oh, did I? Yeah. I apologize. I meant but the Broncos. either way, I would still take Phillip. I figured. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant the Bronco. No, now, you're fine. Now I feel bad. Yeah, you should. No, I actually don't. Let's review. <laughs> this is what you chose. I'm just going to say the one. I'm not going to tell who you chose over. You took Ryan Fitzpatrick, Todd Gurley, four first-round picks, Geno Smith, that one's amazing, the Super Bowl, Baker Mayfield, Draymond Green, Kareem Hunt, Magic Johnson, the Jags defense, and Phillip Rivers. You feel good about that? Yeah, I hate LeBron. Uh, two, March Madness has really pissed me off, and I haven't given it a chance the last three years. Uh, so the Super Bowl is a big deal just for, you know, football is the greatest sport of all time. Uh, uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, I would rather take four talented individuals than him. So you're saying that the Timberwolves took the wrong deal by not taking the Rockets offer of four first round picks. That's what you're saying? Was that what... Was that what they offered? The rock, the max that you can offer somebody is four first-round picks. But did the they Rockets, actually offer that? The Rockets offered that for Jimmy Butler, and the Timberwolves did not take it. Instead, they took Robert Covington and Dario Saric. Thinking of that team, though, it's like Cat, it's Taj Gibson mixed with Dario Saric. It's Wiggins mixed with Covington, and you can throw Covington at the two or Wiggins at the two. And then D. Rose, Jeff Teague? Is that still the combo there? I think so. I mean, that's a, that's a nice Tyus team. Jones. Uh, that's a nice team for Tom Thibodeau. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, you right. say Thibodeau, do, you, do you say Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Thibodeau. Okay. It's like the river, hear... the river Thames, not the river Thames. <laughs> Thank you. 
I believe my dad says Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Nah, that's not it. No, I know that. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure others like say that as well. Oh, yeah. I think it's probably a 50-50 kind of deal. Yeah. Recess is always 50-50. We never know. That was goddamn great, though. Oh, that one. That one was... Which one do you think is better, heads or tails? Let's do that for who you're choosing, heads or tails. Heads, because I always bet on my dick. What? That doesn't even make any sense. You always bet on your head, your dick. Duh. We we absolutely have to move on. And you're wrong... Tails prevails. That's what I always say. No. But let's move on uh, from whatever the hell you just said. Let's get a little nerdy. Nerd corner. Yeah, that's a bunch of nerds interrupting people who know what they're doing. Nerd alert! This week's game, it was voted on by the senseless. Very narrow. The Rams-Chiefs game was chosen. So if you're listening to this and you didn't vote, and you didn't want the Rams-Chiefs game. The Vikings-Bears game only lost by one vote. You can make the difference. Vote for Nerd Corner. Comes out every Monday. Are you ready? You ready to do some Nerd Corner? You ready to deep dive? Uh, I'm ready for that deep dish. You want me to start? Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna... So I'm just going to do the whole spiel. And then I'll let you go. So I'm going to rant for a couple minutes. But uh, this week I really wanted to focus less on stats, more on the film. So I only have a couple stats, and I'll get to the film. The, the stats that I wanted to look at in this game, as I think everybody expects, I think it's going to be high scoring, and here's why. Start on the Rams' offensive side. The Rams score... On 55% of their offensive drives, which is second in the NFL. And they average 2.9 points a drive, which is third in the NFL. So basically, the Rams score on 55% of their drives. And they per drive, they score roughly a field goal for every offensive drive. So every time they drive the ball offensively, they score a field goal. That's pretty good. On the opposite side, the defensive, the Chiefs' defensive side, they allow a score on 40% of their defensive drives, which is 24th in the league. So the, the Chiefs give up a lot of scoring drives, and the Rams have a lot of scoring drives. Flipping the both sides of the ball, Chiefs' offense, Rams' defense. Similarly, the Chiefs score on 52% of their drives, which is number three, so just ranked one behind the Rams. But they average 3.22 points a drive, which is two, which is ranked one above the Rams. So they score on less of their drives, but they score more points per drive that they score on. So that's the Chiefs. And while the Rams, they allow a score on 39% of their defensive drives, number 21 in the league. So the Chiefs and the Rams' defense, they're only one, point, one percentage point separated, allowing a bunch of scores on every drive, while both offenses score on a bunch of drives. So I think you're going to see just a whole bunch of drives scoring. 
I think, was, I think what this game comes down to, special teams in field position. The Rams offense, number three in the NFL in average starting field position. They usually start their drives on their own 31. While the Chiefs defense is number one in average starting field position on their own 24 and a half yard line. So whoever gets the best starting field position, I think ends up winning this game. So look for that very closely during the game. And then really, real quick, I just want to kind of go away from the stats, talk about just how these two teams play. Defensively is, is really, they're very similar. They are both playmaking defenses, which means that they give up a lot of points, they give up a lot of yards, but they look for big plays, sacks, takeaways. They're playmakers. Think of last week's game against the Seahawks where Dante Fowler went around the edge and had to strip sack. They make big plays, not consistent plays. That's their defenses. Their offenses try and do the same thing. The, they both are trying to make the defense think because if a defense is thinking, then they slow down. They think they're not reacting. That's what I always say. If a defense is thinking, they're not reacting. And when you react on defense, that's when you play fast. So they try and make the defense play slow by making them think, but they do it differently. The Rams are very simplistic, so they use personnel uh, and formations. They don't use a lot of them. So personnel is like who you have on the field. Formations is the way your offensive looks at the beginning of the play. They don't do a lot of different stuff there. But everything looks the same, so a defense isn't ever sure what's coming. The Chiefs use a lot of different people on the field personnel and a lot of different formations, and then their actual plays are very creative. So the defense is, also, again, never sure what's coming, but it's two different ways of doing it. So that's what to look for. Look for offensively the personnels and the formations, the simplistic offenses, and a lot of points this Monday. That's all I got. I wanted to go to, to the film and away from the stats. Well, big, big rant, but now you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know if I can top that, Walsh. Yeah, hey, just give us, you know, just have some fun. Well, big fella, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, personnel-wise, I'm a big personnel guy. Uh, the big key factor Big personnel guy for the Rams. Cooper Cup out for the rest of the year. Josh Reynolds, he's only had one half-decent game where he scored. Had a few targets closer to 100 yards. Um, Reynolds is going to really need to step up uh, in this Rams offense, uh, you know, in replacement of Cooper Cup. Uh, on the other side, Kansas City, they're just going to keep Flying it through. Andy Reid's got some up his sleeve. And uh, I'm not going to get too into it like Walsh Disney did. I am mind-blown, Walsh Disney. <laughs> I, like, I, I, it's kind of like the kid in middle school that does the, the, the project report in front of everyone and just blows everyone out of the water, and you're next up. That's me. I'm the next up kid, and it's like, oh, uh, yep, I had these plants growing dirt. <laughs> after seven days only one plant grew uh something out of dirt uh any questions that's literally what i feel like uh i i'm super impressed you took it way too far but you took it uh 
You took it. No, you took it to a nonsensical level, and that's why this is meant for the Bold Nonsense Podcast. I love it, Walsh. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just did. You know, I I did it like I was broadcasting the game. Wish I was, but it'd be a hell right. of a thing. Well, well, one day, Walsh. Don't don't ever let. No, hey, dreams are always dreams we'll, are always going to come true. We'll get there. We'll get there. So with the Bold Nonsense Podcast. And you know what we're going to get to? Yeah, we're going to get to uh, our one thing in a winter, aren't we? Hell yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. You know, Nerd Corner is great and we love to deep dive. It doesn't have doesn't have the, the gusto. It doesn't have the, the excitement around it. One thing in a winner is known for the energy. So let's Energy! Let's do that! Let's let's just go with it. Last week, you and I tied. We won! Yeah, we eight, went eight and five. Eight and five. It could have been a lot worse. A lot of close games last week. Yeah, very close. Kramer sucks. He went seven and six. Clown. Absolutely no idea what he's doing. This week, week 11. Here we go. You ready to go in? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Titans, five and four. At Colts, four and five. We all took the Colts. Even with the Titans coming off a huge win in New England. Division game, I am not worried about the Colts whatsoever. They're on a winning streak. Let's keep it going. I've been riding the Colts all season, even when they had a losing record, and it's paying off. The Buccaneers, 3-6 and six at the Giants, 2-7. and seven. You take the Bucks. why? Uh, the mayor of Gilbert, Arizona, is going to figure it out against a piss-poor defense, a.k.a. a piss-poor organization, uh, Buccaneers by 17. Smooth and I take the Giants, who I believe are more talented than they've played. I feel like last week they started to figure it out a little bit. Steelers, 6-2-1 at the Jaguars, 3-6. All of us take the Steelers. Yeah, that's no question about it. Uh, Steelers, uh, they know who their man is. It's James Conner. He's going to get it done uh, away in Florida. He's going to get it done. Let's keep it going. Jags are a dumpster fire. Yes, sir. Panthers, 6-3 and three at Lions, 3-6. and six. You took the Lions. Please I tell me them. why. I hate the Lions, but I really hate Cam Newton a lot more. So I'm taking the Lions uh, in this matchup at home uh, off a kind of tough loss in Chicago last week. I'm thinking that the Panthers want revenge on whoever they is in their way after last Thursday's game. Cowboys four and five at Falcons four and five. I thought I was picking against the grain here, taking the Falcons, but we all took the Falcons. Well, I took the Falcons just because all their offensive weapons: uh, Coleman, Smith, Jones, Ridley, Sanu, uh, Hooper, the whole squad. Matt Ryan could even run it in. Who who freaking cares? Uh, Cowboys, honestly, uh, Leighton Vanderesh, the Riggins Idaho native, he's making a name for himself. That's about it. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence hasn't really uh, stood out like he should have. Uh, Falcons by 105. 
That's a that's a big game. Yeah, yeah. Bengals, big game. Bengals five and four at Ravens four and five. I took the Bengals, and the reason is, I think their offense is going to be better this week than it was last week, and their defense cannot be worse. Don't believe in the Ravens. When the whole organization gets the Hugh Jackson disease, uh, something bad's going to happen. Baltimore, they got this in the bag with Flacco possibly not playing this weekend. Lamar Jackson under center. Hopefully that does come about. I don't want to see RG3 under center. Uh, let's make this happen. Lamar Jackson for for MVP. Texans, 6-3. and three. At the Redskins, 6-3. and three. Doesn't seem like anybody actually believes in the Redskins. They're just not as talented as the Texans. We all took the Texans. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just like Houston's offense a lot more and just what they and have their to D-line. offer. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, their D-line. Uh, I just like what they have to offer. That's why I'm taking Houston. You got a lot of explaining to do because the Raiders 1-8 and eight, at Cardinals 2-7. and seven. You took the Raiders. What? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I did take the Raiders uh, just because, you, know, li- you know, I live down here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Not anyone is excited about Cardinal football down here. When you don't have a city wrapped around, uh, it, you know, its organization, its team, honest to God, you are not going to get it done then. Uh, I know John Gruden's been struggling. I know Oakland's struggling. It's tough. I bet it is. You know, I- I'd hate to be in that position. Uh, but there's got to be a bright spot here and there, and I think that there is this weekend here in Glendale, Arizona, when Oakland comes to town and stomps through the Arizona Cardinals. What about Broncos three and six at Chargers seven and two? We all take the Chargers. Oh God. Hey, hey, let's let hey seven wins in a row. Let's keep them moving. Keep them moving. Eagles four and five at Saints eight and one. We all take the Saints, effectively crushing the Eagles. Crushing. That's all I gotta say. Crushing. Vikings five three and one at Bears six and three. You take the Bears. You're goddamn right. I did. I took the Bears. That offense. Why? The bottom, top to bottom. Two running backs, three receivers you can count on. You got a tight end that is there. You got the defense. <laughs> hey, and I'm, not, there. I'm not talking Trey Burton. I'm talking Zach Miller. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I like every aspect of Chicago Bears football. They're my so you know how Kramer. Hey, hey, hey! You know how Kramer has the Seahawks and the Raiders as like his his teams. I believe he also has the Ravens as of last week. Well, the Chargers are my team forever and always. But secretly, deep down, I will never buy merchandise. But they're fun to watch. Is my team is the Chicago Bears. Well, mine, one of the ones that I secretly root for, Vikings. Got Harrison Smith, a Notre Dame player on their defense. That whole defense has been crushing it in the past couple weeks. That's why Smoove and I take the Vikings. But the game of the year, the Chiefs, 9-1, behind the ketchup-loving Patrick Mahomes in the Rams' Nine in one in LA. You took the Rams. Smooth and I took the Chiefs. What say you? I love both teams deep down, deep, 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 deep down. Because I love this game. And to be honest with you, in Los Angeles, 
against a nine and one team that you know everyone's doubting in a sense. I mean, they're they're both teams are being doubted. Can they actually get it done? Uh, I'm taking the L.A. Rams because this is something special that Sean McVay has going on in Los Angeles. And I'm not trying to get all soft and sweet on this podcast with you know soft sweet music. Uh, I I want the world to know that we are witnessing history when the Rams offense, the Rams defense, the Rams special teams units step on the field. Bones. This team is special. This team is special. Not just from all the uh, acquisitions in the offseason they made. Just in general. This team, top to bottom, is special. I like both teams as well. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to hide. It's not even deep down. I love both teams. I think in this game specifically, the Chiefs get it done. Patrick Mahomes is the rocket arm. The Rams had to play more zone coverage because of Marcus Peters. And you give you give Patrick Mahomes zone coverage? Zone coverage? Come on, son. Going with the Chiefs as is smooth. That's it. We're done. That's one thing in a winner. Week 11. That's it. Week 11. Let's keep it going. How much fun was that? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i just excited for that uh, that Chargers-Broncos game at 2 o'clock. I'm going to be sitting on my couch right here yelling at my TV just like I do every Sunday. Like a good NFL fan. Yeah, and we got one more segment left. Yeah, we do. And we got We talked about it earlier. People are loving it. They're just they're engrossed in PTO's picks. So let's light it off. Let's light it up for PTO's picks. Let's do it. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Will you please recap PTO's picks from last week? The New Orleans Saints with a five and a half spread over the Bengals. The Saints won 51-14. Crushing. Crushing. He's the rolling. Bengals. Keeping these picks alive and moving for the world. And I'm going to hand it off to at Walsh Disney for this week's PTO's picks. Since our boy at PTO <laughs> is taking his PTO for another PTO to come about his PTO. <laughs> he is living up to his name and he's living up to his record with this week's pick. He has a Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half at the Los Angeles Rams. 
He says it's the headline matchup of the year. No Cooper Cup, as you mentioned, Bales. He says, I haven't liked what I've seen from the Los Angeles Chargers in games that I believe we should have easily covered the spread. Rams, not Chargers. What did I say? You said you said Chargers. For what? Cooper Cup? You said, I haven't liked what I've seen from the Los Angeles Chargers in games that I believe they should have <sighs> They should still be in San Diego. You're goddamn right. I'll try it again. I haven't liked what I've seen from the Los Angeles Rams in games that I believe they should have easily covered. You like my you like Mike's move? Is that the smooth? I don't know. <laughs> I was just doing the dumbest. <laughs> Kansas City, for for the most part, everyone's healthy. Well, what do you think of that? The Chiefs are eight two eight and two in their last ten games against the spread. That's actually a pretty good stat. Um. Uh, um, 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 Rams uh, four five and one in their last ten games against the spread. Can't trust them. You can't trust them. You can't trust them, and that's why Steel Smooth would like give me the Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half at Los Angeles Rams. Walsh Disney, lock it in. You make at still smooth sound like he belongs in Reliant K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rams are gonna do it. Be my escape. I feel I feel bad. I wasn't trying to make it that terrible. Uh, That's I, worse than I even I I thought I was doing. You you had Kramer being very alternative. Ah, you know, you go you go with the joke. You got to stick with it. You gotta stick with it. I, I apologize to Still Smooth right now here on the pod. You apologize to him? I apologize. I have a heart, and he has a great winning record. And I think he's gonna win another one with this. Hey, so next week's week 12, correct? Yeah. And we're gonna find out our uh, through 12 weeks uh, pick no. standing? So it's after week the next four weeks. So in two weeks. So in week 13, yeah, two weeks. Okay. Let's, let's try not to be in last again, huh, Bales? <laughs> Next week's preview. Let's get out of here. Next week's preview. You, we will react to the Maui Invitational, which should be a great time. We'll give you our top four in college football reactions. Nerd Corner, we're always going to do that. Make sure you go vote. You are the senseless. Hit us up with whatever you want. Make it on the pod that way. And just a reminder, November 16th through the 26th and December 21st through January 20th, excuse me, December 21st through January 2nd, those potential delays in the, uh, the posting of our podcast to iTunes because of the holidays. So, if there are delays, don't blame us. It's not our fault. We're trying. Okay? Maybe we'll do a Saturday afternoon podcast when Daddy comes home for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe we'll do something light. Well, to know that, you got to stay tuned to our Twitter, bold underscore nonsense, our Instagram, bold dot nonsense. And if you want to get to us, email us, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Expect the show Saturdays, usually before noon. Uh, we, if we can schedule it, usually early in the morning. 
Find us on SoundCloud where we have a great amount of listens. We appreciate that very much. But we love iTunes listeners. If you listen on iTunes, know that we love you. If you don't subscribe to our podcast, well, all you got to do is search Bold Nonsense. You'll find us on our podcast on the iTunes podcast app. Then you subscri- Under Sports and Recreation. Under Sports and Recreation. Then you subscribe, you rate, ask us questions, you review, everything, anything you want. We look at them every week. We do, and we're waiting for more, so hurry it up. Hurry up, and you, Bales, you hurry up with a bold nonsense fantasy football league. What are your thoughts? Is it fun? Having a good time? I'm going to say this. It's a great time. Uh, Your boy, uh, the smartest city in the world, uh, took down uh, Mr. PTO himself by 50.1 points. That's a big, that's Uh, a slapping. Thanks to my big chub, uh, a.k.a. at Nick Chubb, uh, I slapped him in the face uh, with that, and uh, let's just say, let's just say, I feel pretty good because I went from eighth place to fifth place. That's with a that huge win. jump. With that win, and, and so it shows that, you shows you how tightly contested this league is. Yeah, and here's the thing: the league right now, n- number eight at PTO. Uh, number seven, uh, Big Baller Brand and BD. That's uh, at Real Nate Kramer. The two Kramer brothers at the bottom. Uh, number six, uh, Dr. B in the house. That just makes me smile. Uh, number <laughs> in the five, basement. My, yeah, number five, myself. I'll take that. That's fine. Number four, your uh, your head host at Walsh Disney. Four? That's not good enough. Let's pick it up, five team. And five. five and five. Uh, number three, five and five as well. Putting for bogey, Mr. D. Heggy. Came out of nowhere. Number, number two, Little Walsh, Wheeling and Thielen, seven and three. And number one, our Wisconsin listener, our Midwest correspondent, league needs punters, Michael Winter. I know he's listening to this right now as he wakes up on this Saturday morning in the beautiful Midwest. And hey, Michael, nine and one. You know, I invited you into this league just to, you know, we needed uh, somebody to kick around. Uh, no, he said no. he hadn't won since two thousand and five. That's true. Why? He did say that. But for some reason, when he drafted his team, I was just like, "What the hell is Wint doing?" Nightmare zone. And all of a sudden, Wint comes out of nowhere. He's nine and one. He's about to win the first ever bold nonsense fantasy league. The inaugural. And, and it's like, I can't kick him out for that. No, winner gets to stay, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, winner stays. Hey, winner stays with the three hosts. So we really have four spots open. True. True that. If you want one of those four spots, get at us early. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be so much fun. If you enjoy playing fantasy football, get at us to play with us. Talk as much S as you want. Throw it back and forth. It's called shit, but yeah, let's talk shit. Well, I'm sorry. Gosh. Gosh. Anyway, let's get out of here. Hey, remember, listen on Saturdays. We want to be your weekend listen. Your Saturday side piece. Your your, your Saturday mimosa. Yeah. We are the mimosa to your amazing breakfast. We want to be that mimosa that wakes you up after that girl that you didn't want to sleep over at your house, just left, and you're trying to just hang out with the boys. They are for the boys. 
Still smooth. Four still smooth. Much love. I am at Sam Bales. God bless. This was episode 40. This was dope, Walls. Let's keep it moving. So much fun. I am at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. Like Bale said, this is episode 40 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. If you had stuck with us, tell them now. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for everything. And remember to stay us and keep your energy up. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.